today that is the question because this is day number 25 yes this is day number 25 of our 30-day NCLEX challenge and today we covered a lot of topics from our clinical skills section from our five-star quick facts let me grab it for you guys because you know we are deep in the nursing content five-star quick facts BT student workbook. This is the 30 days and I've never done anything like this. So shout out to all of the Remar nurses who are just joining our challenge. Even though today is 25, you guys took the steps and said, I'm getting in. All right. And so what I want you to do is when your books come, um, you will be ready to go by going to the file vault of your virtual trainer and downloading all of your calendars all right and you can begin right at week one getting this information and if you want to see my video that i did during our first week just hit up the youtube channel okay just hit up the youtube channel and you will be right there with me going through and catching the major themes all right because this year is about you doing what you need to do to get your nursing license so i'm really proud of everybody that um, starting off in January, you're like, this year is going to be different. And I know that a big part of it being different is what I need to do. So um, <laughs> I passed my exam today. Hey, everything from VT and Quick Facts. Awesome. 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 So this is what we're talking about. This is the heart of our content today. Okay. Sorry. So I have my questions. I hope you guys have your answers. And then at the end of our segment, I'll do a little Q&A and give you my thoughts on day 25 of our 30-day NCLEX challenge. We are going to do this to get together. Okay, so I keep it in my camera. So day number 25. Remember that there was a lot of homework Two, you have the homework and you have the progress exam. And I want to remind you guys that when you're in the virtual trainer, the homework is another place that you can explore your content and your weak areas. So some of you may say, hey, Regina, in the homework, I saw a topic that you didn't lecture on. Remember, that is okay. Because what I'm trying to do is see if you know information about that topic, if you know information about that topic. And so if you don't know the particular point or the answer to the question, it gives you an opportunity to fill out that weak area. All right. So I had a lot of exploration and studying today. Now, let's go. Carrie Ann, you passed your NCLEX. Yay! I am so happy for you. That is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. And you've been so consistent with studying. And now you have the reward of that, a license. Oh, so proud of you. All right. So proud of you. Okay. Question number one. Question number one. Hmm. Should a nurse, we are talking about um, psychiatric. We had our psych psychiatric wrap up today with the homework in progress exam. Um, nurse Alexandria, I passed my NCLEX yesterday. Thanks to you. You guys are going to make me, oh my goodness. 
you guys are going to make me james came on remar vt is helpful i passed my nclex know your content you guys are just bombing me with license a license bomb right now i was just going to get into it and you guys were telling me you passed nclex my goodness oh my goodness thank you so much guys you just made my day literally i was really tired it's been a really long day i'm back i'm back up all right share this video we're going over psych do me a favor everybody smash that share button and i want to see comments on the screen question this is this all right you're dealing with a psychiatric patient should the nurse should the nurse encourage the client to accept himself the way he is or encourage change which one you're dealing with a psychiatric patient do you say you need to accept yourself the way you are or do you encourage change? Which one is going to be better? Think about it, think about it, think about what you learn and tell me what's gonna be best. Do you tell your client, accept yourself the way you are or we need to change? What do you guys think? <laughs> there is one better than the other, there is one better than the other but i want you to kind of think about it oh i see i see all kinds of answers i see all kinds of answers all right the foundation the foundation you're 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 you're, you're interacting with the psychiatric patient say let's say that it doesn't matter say the client has anxiety or the client has schizophrenia or the client is depressed or the client is uh delusional did i say that one all right which one is going to be better accept yourself the way you are or encourage change they both sound good you're going to be able to get them down to two on your NCLEX exam and i'm going to give you the right answer you need to go with accept yourself the way you are okay the nurse needs to tell the client you need to accept who you are okay you need to accept who you are that is the foundation that is the foundation you do not want to start with you need to change these things need to change about you um and, and even though encourage change it does sound very supportive but when you have a deficit or you, you know you, you know that you're sick or you know that you're not well the first step is not let's do something about this let's get it let's get it different let's get it changed you need to accept who you are first you need to love yourself accept yourself for who you are and then you have motivation to pick up positive behavior right you have motivation to pick up positive change it's just like you and me right uh you know i i i struggle with things about myself and so i'm sure like, I'm sure like you do too you know but you have to love who you are and by doing that, it will help you move towards goals. It'll help you move towards goals. So I hope that made sense. We are studying tonight. This is critical thinking on top of content. This is critical thinking on top of content, right? Next question. All right, that might've been a little tough. Here's the easy question. How many, how many stages of grief are there? How many stages of grief are there? Go ahead, give me the thumbs up, hearts on the screen. I'm so glad you guys are here. Over 400 nurses are here right now. Can we get to 500? Share, 
smash the share button, and then tell me how many stages of grief are there. Oh, you guys got it. It's unanimous. I didn't even ask you. I'm not even asking you what those stages are. I just want to know the number, okay? Because I know if I ask you the number, you'll start thinking about what they are, okay? So I'm going to ask you the number. I did. You guys gave it to me. No problems. Five stages of grief. Make sure that you know what those stages are, okay? Make sure that you know that those what those stages are. And actually, there's new research that has come out to say that the stages of grief are not always, you know, they're not always linear. Sometimes people are in a stage and then they revert back to another stage. All right. Uh, so you, they're, they're not always a linear experience. They can be circular. They can be zigzag. But just know that you um, that just you need to know what they are. OK, next question. Mm, here it is. Can a delusional, can a delusional client be calmed down if the nurse uses logic reasoning? Can a delusional client be calmed down if the nurse uses reasoning, if she logics with the patient and reasons and give good sound reasoning? to why something is not. Can a delusional patient calm down? What do you guys say? What if the nurse is patient, she uses logic reasoning with the client? Um, what do you guys say? Good questions, these are good questions. <laughs> I might have to do these again. I might have to do these again. I love seeing the answers. I love seeing the participation. If I scroll, I see so many yeses and I see so many no's, all right? And it just makes me think that you guys are in it. You're committed. You're not ashamed to put the answers on the screen. Tonight, we are studying, all right, the VT student workbook. Awesome. All this information that I'm doing right now comes out of the virtual trainer student workbook. I hope you have done your assignment for today. The correct answer to the question, can a nurse who is working with a, a delusional patient, calm them down with logic reasoning. The answer is going to be, what do you say, Mark? It's a negative. It's a negative. It is a negative. And there is a reason why. And it is because when a client is having delusions, they are not in reality. Okay, they're not in the same reality as you. And so if they are seeing, if, if they are, if they're thinking a delusion, if they are thinking that, you know, um, the food is poison, if they are thinking that the food is poison, you cannot say to them, the food is not poison. The food comes from the kitchen staff who makes it right then. They bring it up to you. Everything that you're saying to them is going to be driving them further and further into that delusion. The kitchen staff, the kitchen, it's on a different floor. Yes, absolutely. It's poison, you know? Um, and so you can't use your logic with the person that's operating in a whole nother reality. Yes, delusional clients, they don't listen. They are not teachable. They are not calm downable. You cannot do it, all right? So remember that for your NCLEX exam. When a client is in a delusion, when a client is in a delusion, what you do, you can present your reality. You can absolutely present your reality, okay? But 
if they start to get agitated with your presentation, the next thing is what? What is the next thing the nurse needs to do? Okay. Um, if you, you're talking to a patient, they're having a delusion, they're afraid, they're getting anxious, they're not accepting your explanation, they're not accepting that they're in the hospital and they're safe, they're getting anxious. What should that nurse do? What is that nurse's new priority? Because it is not orienting the client. What is it? What is it? This is a very uh, this is a very great case study. What do you guys think? If a nurse is working with the client, he becomes agitated after presenting reality, goes from delusion to agitation, not accepting it. The correct answer is going to be to secure safety. Okay. Security and safety become the nurse's priority. Important to make sure. Yes, it's important to make sure that you are safe you are safe as the nurse. So that is the priority. Okay. All right. You guys will remember that one. Um, you can even try to redirect the client. You can try to redirect them, but honestly, the best thing for the nurse to do is be safe is secure the safety. All right. All right. The next question that I have here is, Oh, this is a good one. When do delirium tremors typically take place when do delirium tremors typically take place and so now we're switching because we had um we had a substance abuse lecture that falls under psychiatric principles in our psychiatric progress exam uh we saw this so if we're talking about a client with delirium tremors when do we typically um, when do we typically expect that? Okay. Because those usually happen with what type of patients? They usually happen to patients with alcohol addiction. So we expect the delirium tremors, which is like a medical emergency. Yes. I see the answers. Great job. We expect them about three days after the last drink three to five days after the last drink. All right, good job. So I'll make sure you guys know that protocol because so many um, clients, so many people are um, consuming alcohol and not everybody is an alcoholic who um, can't do anything. There are a lot of functional alcoholics, people that drink and they go to work and they hold down jobs and they're in the communities and they're educators and teachers and everything else, but they consume alcohol because they're addicted to it. Okay. So three to five days. Great job. And um, that is a principle we want to make sure we know. We had a lot of clinical skills today, didn't we? In the back of the quick facts, five star, there are clinical skills that you need to know for your NCLEX exam. So here's a question um, for you guys. How long do you rub alcohol-based hand cleanser? How long are you rubbing it when you put it in your hands? What do you guys say? How long are you rubbing alcohol-based hand cleanser when you put it in your hand? Give me that answer. It was one of the skills that we looked at today. Very important because in the hospital, you can't always get to water and soap. 
So I see it. Ex excellent job. 15 seconds. You got to rub it at least 15 seconds. Because if you don't rub it um, all over your hands, front and back, you can assume that that surface is not clean. So it is very important, the 15-second rule. All right, next question. Oh, how long do hearing aid batteries last? How long do hearing aid batteries last? We had some good clinical skills. We had some good clinical skills today. So changing the battery in a hearing aid. Did you read those steps? How long do the hearing aid batteries last? It is going to be, it is going to be a, a big range, three to 22 days. Three to 22 days, depending on, depending on the battery type. Good job. Good job. Next question coming up, guys, is this. What should the nurse use? And don't cheat. Either you don't cheat, guys. Tell me the answer. If you don't know it, just say I don't know. Because then you'll know to go back and study that section in Quick Facts. What should the nurse use to take out dentures? What should the nurse use uh -huh, to take out a client's dentures? Go ahead, put the answer on the screen. This is what the 30-day NCLEX challenge is all about. It is literally spending time with a little portion of the program every day, unless it's a rest day, and then you're reviewing, okay? But I've been doing this with you guys straight for 25 days, and I really like breaking down the information like this. I do. Today was a good study day for me, all right? The nurse should use a four by four clean gauze, okay? So you're using clean gauze to take out the patient's dentures. And you're being very, very, very careful. Very careful, okay? All right, um, next question. How much contact solution should be put in the container to hold the contacts? How much contact solution should be put in the container to hold the contacts? Come on in and think about it. If you haven't studied it in the quick facts, if you don't have it memorized in the quick facts, all right, um, it's okay. It's okay. Because this is a book that sometimes will take you several passes to know it. And I see people know it. Good job. Five milliliters. Good. Moving on, moving on. Hmm. Oh, this is a good one. We did this one today. <laughs> when giving a bed bath, when giving a bed bath, should the nurse use cleanser on the client's face? When giving a bed bath, should the nurse use cleanser on the client's face? And if you put, I don't know, just put IDK if you don't know, yes or no. What do you think? What do you think? What's the vote? When giving a bath, should the nurse use cleanser on the client's face? Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know what I love about it? I love that I can trick you guys. I love how sometimes I think if I just say something, I can lead you guys down a path. <laughs> Did you study your quick facts today? Because everybody's putting no. And I don't understand why when the answer is yes. All right. The answer is yes. You can put cleanser on a client's face. You can put cleanser on the face of a client. You want to know why? 
because the face gets dirty, okay? The client has food on their face. They get uh, drool. They get stuff from their eyes. They get stuff from their ears all over the face, okay? So remember, when you're giving a bath, remember when NCLEX, it's a perfect world, okay? So the cleanser for the body is appropriate for the body, okay? It's appropriate for the body. So you are able to put cleanser on the client's face, all right? And it's not about, and of course, you're not gonna put it, you're not gonna put it in sensitive areas, in their mouth or things like that, or around their eyes, or, you know, if there's any open sores, but for NCLEX, you can put cleanser on the skin surface, especially if it's dirty, okay? If it's dirty. All right, next question is this. Um, oh, here, how about this? Let's go back to psych for a second. When dealing with a client with schizophrenia, Okay, when dealing with a client with schizophrenia, will there be memory loss? Yes or no? When dealing with a client with schizophrenia, will there be memory loss? Yes or no? What do you guys think? Clients with schizophrenia, we know they have an altered sense of reality, but does that mean that they have memory loss? Okay, what do you guys think? Go ahead, put your answers on the screen, smash that smash that send button and let me know. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. I am going to wrap up too, guys. I just have, I just have a few more things. I'm not going to keep you long. I promise that. This is day number 25. I just asked a question. This is an NCLEX question, content-based. When dealing with clients with schizophrenia, you guys know they have an altered sense of reality. Will there be memory loss? I see a lot of no's. I see a lot of no's. I see a few yeses. The correct answer, I'm waiting. I want a chance for everybody to answer, okay? Everybody to answer. Yes or no, yes or no. The correct answer, will there be memory loss? Absolutely yes. When clients get into their schizophrenia, their, 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 their psychotic symptoms, they do not remember, okay? They don't remember. And so amnesia is one of the A's of schizophrenia. Remember like autism, right? They get into their own world. They may not remember what they said, what they did. And so that's why it's very important. That's why it's very important um, for psychiatric nurses to take care of psychiatric patients because they understand. And you guys will too. They understand that these people are not trying to be inconsiderate or rude or mean. Like they really don't remember. They really don't remember. They really are having difficulty grasping daily concepts. They really are having difficulty. You know, it's not that they don't want to take a bath. It's not that they don't want to get dressed when you're dealing with a schizophrenia, schizophrenic. It's not that they don't want to groom their hair some of them, they don't remember what day it is. They don't remember the last time they took a bath or that it's appropriate for them to take one now. And so you have to be so careful how you handle psychiatric patients. I'll just say this. Don't go into psych unless you love, 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 love the discipline and you love people, okay? Because you have to love people who are struggling 
in the area of reality. You have to love them, okay? All right, so yes, expect memory loss. Remember that. If you put no, you probably won't forget it if you're asked again. All right, okay. Next question is this, guys. Um, hmm, okay. If a client, if a client states that there is another person in their room, this is a good one. If a client says, if they state there's another person in the room, is that a hallucination or a delusion? What do you guys say? A hallucination or a delusion? All right. Hmm. Yes, this is a good one. If a client states that there's another person in their room, is that a hallucination or a delusion? And uh, NCLEX will give it to you just like that. That's how they'll give it to you. So you got to use your reading is fundamental and content skills. <laughs> if a client states, ooh, if a client states there's another person in the room, this is a good one. I know this is going to be controversial. I know it. I know it is. It's tough. This one is tough, right? The client states there's another person in the room. They say it's another. I'm trying to give y'all clues. <laughs> they say it's another person in the room. What do you guys think? A lot of people are putting hallucinations. Mm. A lot of people are putting delusions. What do you guys think? I didn't say they see another person in their room. I didn't say that. I said they state, they said there's another person in the room. But they didn't see another person. I didn't say they saw another person in the room. I said they said another person is in the room. I didn't say that the person was speaking to them. They didn't, I didn't say that they heard another person in the room or they saw another person in the room. I said, they said there was another person in their room. You guys know? What do you guys, what do you guys think? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to a place. <laughs> Mark, what do you think it is? I'm the other person in the room. Mark is the other person. There's another person in this room. There's another person in this room. No, that's, that's confusing. <laughs> that's confusing because you can't talk back to me. <laughs> all right okay okay um okay so and you guys know but this is this is how tricky it can be it's such a fine line it is such a fine line guys you got to know the little nuances because if NCLEX says a patient states there is another person in their room then we only have to use what NCLEX has given us okay <laughs> no, after all those hands, we only have to use what NCLEX has given us. And all we have is that they said it. Okay. So there, it is a thought in their mind. All right. So that means that it is a delusion. It is a delusion. Uh, it's very easy for us to, and that's the thing about psych. It's very easy for us to read into it so much more, read into it. But I'm trying to prepare you guys. I'm trying to prepare you guys. Um, for the actual exam, which is a lot of 
critical thinking. But the critical thinking is built on what? It's built on the content. So if you know, if you know that the client says something and delusions are stated, delusions are false thoughts, then, 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 then you know that this couldn't be a hallucination because they're not seeing, they're not hearing, they're not smelling, and they're not tasting, okay? They're just stating. So if the client heard voices, they hear somebody, they see a roommate, okay? Then that's a hallucination. Okay, guys, yes, I cannot hammer it enough. Content, 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 content. Okay, because we don't want to get the easy questions wrong on NCLEX. We want to get the challenging questions wrong, not the definition questions wrong, because that would be a definition question. It's, it's just recall. Do you know what a delusion is? Do you know what a hallucination is? Okay. All right, guys. So what I'll say about um, what I'll say about today is if you're looking at your calendar, if you're looking at your calendar, today is a light day. Today was a light day because all we had was homework, progress exam, clinical skills. All right. As we continue on, we still have some major topics that we are going to cover. However, in my opinion, um, the, the topics are getting lighter. And so if you want to start incorporating the question bank into your study, this is the week to do it. And certainly next week, because if you look at your calendar for week five, you have your week five calendar today. Today was challenging because I really, I brought it today. Okay. I brought it with my questions today. All right. But if you look at week five, we're on week four. If you look at week five, almost every day of week five, it says review your week areas, review your week areas. So if you feel like like you um, are struggling with a certain point, then this could be a great opportunity for you to incorporate the questions from the question bank or actually review the notes that you took as well, okay? So that's what I wanna say about the question bank because I get a lot of questions like, when should I do the question bank? And I always say, leave it up to you, like leave it up, you know, you guys leave it up to yourselves. But as I'm going through the program this time, I find that, this would be a great time to start doing questions if you wanted to. All right. All right. Um, Claudia, international nursing student, any, any idea about the recruitment services for international nurses? Um, we have we have been working with Worldwide Health Staff um, Company, and they uh, recruit for direct hire placement. And um, I would recommend them if you're looking for direct hire placement. And we can, I think we can put a link in the video. Can we put a link in the video to them? Or I know we definitely, there it is right there. Okay. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So this is, this is the opportunity for the question bank going back to what I was saying. All right. Tomorrow we will be doing, um, let me see, what do I have planned for us tomorrow? Tomorrow's day number 26. All right. And. If I look at the calendar, just an overview for tomorrow, we have EKG. <laughs> we have EKG tomorrow and also accident and error prevention, uh, which I, I do like that topic. And then math, labs, all right, labs and math, which are in the Quick Facts book, 
so it's light. We already had the, the clinical math lecture, so we will just be doing the math in quick facts. Yes, EKG is no joke. I, I have been studying um, some, I've been studying EKG. So you guys know my background is cardiac. So I'm gonna bring it tomorrow. So y'all be ready for tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'll also be doing tomorrow a little bit earlier because of my uh, Sabbath break that I take. And so I'll be coming on a little bit early tomorrow. So make sure you have your notifications on so you can jump in there with me. I hope every time I come on, you guys learn something new. This is part of the experience, it's part of the journey, but also I am trying to build up your confidence, okay? You can do it. You have already done the hard work, which is nursing school. So I want you to finish on, I want you to keep going um, so that we can get our license in the year of today, okay? All right, guys, I will see you later. You can, you will, and you must pass in class. Hey guys, Nurse Kristen here. I just wanted to come on and give my testimony. Um, I would like to first thank God for guiding and sustaining me and thank the wonderful Regina for her VT program and Quick Facts book. Um, they were the game changer literally and I feel like nothing compares. After failing NCLEX and spending hundreds of dollars on resources, I was hesitant to purchase, uh, but I decided to give it a go and um, throughout the time of purchase, I had a lot of um, life altering situation um, happen, but I kept going. Uh, and I actually pushed my exam back four times. And um, I just want to thank you, Regina and Mark, for your Monday motivation. Uh, it was just so inspirational and just kept me, um, kept my head straight and kept me, you know, um, it helped me to keep going. And, um, during NCLEX, I kept repeating in my head, faith over fear. And if I can pass NCLEX, so can you. Thank you. The NCLEX virtual trainer is the best training system for nursing students who need to pass the exam. My name is Regina Callion, MSNRN, and I have helped thousands of nursing students pass the NCLEX exam with my program. You're gonna love it. With my NCLEX review, I'm going to give you all of my nursing content in one place. Not only that, I'm gonna make sure that after every individual lesson, you know what is most important. And if you need questions to help you, I have the questions right here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you an amazing opportunity to get in the virtual trainer. I'm also gonna send you the virtual trainer student workbook, as well as my quick facts for NCLEX. This is it. This is the opportunity that you've been waiting for. Click the link below. This is the number one training system for nursing students who need to pass NCLEX. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Click the link below. Hey, what are you waiting for? I want to see you on the inside. This is the opportunity. You don't want to miss it. If your nursing license is important to you, you will take action right now. Let's click the link. Let's go. Hey.